Welcome to Akira Minute, the uh, Movies by Minutes podcast that looks at the 1998 classic anime film Akira, one minute at a time. Today we're talking about Minute 2 of Akira, and I am your host, Jack Stovold from theapecast.libson.com. And I am also your host in a co-fashion. I'm Richard Dunham from ghibliminute.com. It's not just a co-fashion. You are co-fashionable. <laughs> yeah, we'll see some fashion in this in this minute. Yeah, we we are two of the most fashionable guys around, and yeah, we're gonna see some great fashion. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So uh, we're talking about minute two of Akira. A minute two begins with a slow, ominous zoom out from like a red view of Tokyo Bay, and it ends with a. Close-up of a TV showing a news broadcast about rioters and protesters in Tokyo. Neo Tokyo. Neo Tokyo. Yes. But there's a lot, and by that I mean several things that happen between those two things. Yeah, Not a lot. There's a lot going on on the yeah. screen. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I misspoke. That's, there's just a lot going on. That's... Uh, going to be a running theme of akira there's a lot going on (laughs) uh so we learned that this is 31 years after world war three so my question about that and we also learned that's 2019 yeah which means uh when they say after world war three does that mean after world war three ends or after it begins because if it's after it ends i'm gonna say this is a very short world war. It was just like a year. Yeah, at most, right? Which is a good thing. So, I mean, we're do we really understand what happened? I mean, it's, I kind of get the impression that whatever happened, that explosion in Tokyo was the beginning of World War Three. But just based on what these two minutes that we've seen, I guess we don't know that. Maybe it had been going on for years elsewhere, and then on that day... In July, it just happened to come to Tokyo. On that day. July 16th. That that Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is ambiguous when you watch the movie for the first time. And when I watched the movie for the first time, I certainly thought, oh, this giant explosion was just something that happened to happen during World War Three. But when you know more about the movie, you start to think, oh, this is what caused World War Three. And so why would, yeah, yeah, that's that's my understanding right now from, I don't know where I remember that from, but. Uh, well, I mean, uh, spoiler alert, it's Akira who caused this explosion, not some other country. But like, why would that kick off World War Three? My feeling is that the whole Akira project, the whole Psychic Children project is a state secret that most of the government, the people certainly don't know about. Most of the government doesn't know about. So the feeling was like, we've been attacked. And this starts Japan on a war of aggression or just, I don't know, everyone, the nuclear powers have an itchy trigger finger and they see this happening and... They don't know what caused it and they just... Misunderstandings ensue and suddenly it's World War Three. I don't know. Uh, the movie certainly 
will not tell us much more. <laughs> I guess so. I guess a, a big, yeah, a big uh, Western capital was destroyed in a big explosion. So some people, some conclusions were jumped to. That's my feeling. Yeah. And some people overreacted and... Yeah, we don't know, like, who the combatants were of World War III. Certainly not. I think this is more elaborated on in the comic, which we may get into at some point. But um, Yeah, I'm not sure how much it's explained there either. But, yeah, well... There's, there's, I think there's more details, but it's still ambiguous, even yeah. in there. I guess it's not super-duper relevant. I don't, I don't think there, at least not in this movie, there's no... It doesn't have much to do with the rest of the movie, yeah. for sure. I think that in the manga, like in the later issues of the manga, there are people from other countries do show up and uh, do stuff. But uh, yes. nobody in the, in the movie. No. It's all internal politics in the movie. Yeah. I also do remember the opening page of the manga is basically this explosion and it has a caption saying lists off like two dozen cities from around the world oh that's right yeah where something happened but uh again it's not super clear either in there it's not clear if they were they all had their own psychic children experiments or right just... but it's like a new delhi moscow san francisco blah 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 but uh i think the implication is that whatever happened it happened in tokyo first right but we don't know what happened tokyo causing trouble tokyo is a troublemaker it's, japan is internationally renowned well i mean it certainly was at one point a troublemaker uh hasn't been for about 70 years but yeah they were they were causing their share of problems around yeah. the world they they uh yeah they made their mark yeah so yeah 31 years after world war three and then ad 2019 2019 years after the birth of Christ, uh, this movie <laughs> takes place in Neo-Tokyo. <laughs> Neo-Tokyo. What the hell is Neo-Tokyo? What, what, what? Or, or uh, yeah, if we're going to be saying Ak Akira, I guess we should be saying Neo-Tokyo. <laughs> ne, ne, ne. Which is, uh... O-Tokyo. <laughs> ne, ne, ne. O-Tokyo, ne. Neo-Tokyo, yo. <laughs> Well, this is a see when I when I try to talk about the Matrix with my friends in Japan, I say Neo, and they think I'm talking about the contemporary R&B singer Neo, because in Japan he is Neo, but Neo in the Matrix is Neo. Is Neo okay? <laughs> so the Latin prefix Neo, we say it Neo in English, but in Japanese it's Neo. Do they call it? I can't remember. Is it called like in the Japan? Is it ever referred to in the movie? Besides this caption, like, did people say Neo Tokyo or did they say like Shin Tokyo or? No, it's it's Neo Tokyo. Neo Tokyo. I, I believe it's said at least twice in the movie. I think the uh, Nezu says it and the uh, Colonel says it and the scientist guy might say it too. Okay. So it's it's definitely said in dialogue at least twice, I think. I'll keep my, I'll keep my ears out for it. Which, um... I always find funny because I find that very unrealistic that in real life in Japan anything would ever be called Neo instead of Shin. Yeah, it's a little weird. Shin Osaka Station. Yeah, maybe. I mean, unless some like occupying power had like moved in and like made everybody refer to it that way. Right, ASCAP <laughs> Volume Two, Part Two. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pato two. But uh, no, it's it's uh, it's definitely Neo Tokyo. They decided to call it that. They're like they finally got the message that Latin is cool. <laughs> they're, they're like we understand the grip it has over the imaginations of Europeans. Yeah, and then we get this uh, crater. Crater. Yeah. I don't know where this is. I guess this is the uh, well. Let's call it the the Akira Crater. I guess. Okay, I guess we see some buildings as we pan out. We see some buildings like around it, but it's not really pl- placed. We don't get like a wide shot to tell us where this is, do we? I mean, I mean, in the wide shots, we don't really see a crater. No, no. Um, and this is not again spoiler for the end of the movie, but when this happens again, but uh, this—that's not what it looks like at the end of the movie either. So I don't know. Maybe it's the moon. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah okay but yeah the moon belongs to neo tokyo and it is eagerly (laughs) eagerly awaited by its uchu hikoshi that's why it's neo tokyo because it's on the moon is all it takes but no okay (laughs) that's right once you're in space then of course everything's gonna be in latin nomenclature but the uh opening notes of the song requiem first play here too the final track of the soundtrack it's the big uh the uh drums the big <laughs> those taiko drums i don't know they're just big ass drums whatever they are i don't think those are taiko those are like big, big ass drums drums <laughs> big ass drums bads 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 that's what they call them. and we get the uh awesome title classic yes Akira, that uh, Akira. Classic font. In that, yeah. That font. So one thing that, that font, it's, it's, uh, I love that font. It's similar to Impact on your computer, but a little bit cooler, a little bit more stylized. It's a little, nice little curve on the bottom of that R leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that curve and that R leg, mm, baby. It's also over a crater, so that helps. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, just I was uh, watching this movie in the theater in Japan like two months ago. I was struck by how like all of this information as a Japanese person watching the movie, you don't get it unless you read English because it's all in English. Yeah, you'd have to read, and it's it doesn't give you a whole lot of time to. <laughs> I mean... No. If you don't understand English, you don't know yeah. where this is or that this is 31 years after World War Three. Probably the only thing you know is that it's 2019. Yeah. The English words are only on the screen for maybe half the time that the Toho logo was. Yeah. And there's no subtitles for Japanese audiences. So huh. this is what I say to all those punk kids in my old junior high classes. Like, oh, I'm never going to leave Japan. I don't need to learn English. It's like, pfft. Yeah, you do. You need to learn it just to understand the beginning of the movie that you're going to watch. Japanese movie made in Japan. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's pretty, that's wild. Yeah, so it's like English is uh, cool. Makes it makes something seem like cool and official when you put it at the beginning of your movie and you put the important information right there only in English. you got to be smart to understand that. 
Or you, or you can be a dumb native English speaker like me and just understand. But you got to be smart if you're Japanese. To say nothing of all of the graffiti that you're you're going to be missing out on if you don't read English. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, all the middle schoolers know that English. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Requiem plays, and then, um, yeah, the uh, Akira in a big, red, beautiful font. Delicious font. And then we cut to... Uh... A flickering sign. Flickering sign in a shithole. <laughs> typical, yeah, typical bar sign. Yeah, in a decrepit part of town. It's flickering. Uh, there's a little hole in the side of the sign. There's a big rust stain on the uh, <laughs> on the wall next to it. And uh, it says Harukiya. Spring tree. Yeah, spring tree uh, store. House. Yeah. House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spring tree place. B1. B1, basement one. Yeah, first floor basement. Yeah, what are they, uh, I don't know, in the States, what is it? When you go in an elevator, what is the first underground floor called? Like on the button. Is it B1? Is it the same? Uh, there's not a lot of buildings with more than one basement level, so. But I mean, if there is a basement, what is it? Just B? I don't think there's I don't think there's enough to be a standard. It may be like LL1 and then LL2 for like lower level 1 and lower level 2. Okay. I don't yeah, I don't see B1. I guess it could be B1 B2, but probably LL1 would be more likely. Was it LL is a lower level? Lower level, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah, just like this is a normal thing in Japan like yeah. There's a whole all of Japan has like a subterranean level to it. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you know, when we when you go in the pipe at the end of 1-1 one, one in Super Mario Brothers for a Japanese person, that was just normal. It's like, of course. <laughs> but uh, like in the States, it was, uh, we tend to do things on the surface of the earth. Yeah. But uh, Japan, like every building has like a subterranean level. It's B1 or B2. Yeah, we've got plenty of room. We'll just build another building next to it here. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Don't have that luxury here in Japan, especially when it's constantly being blown up. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we see that establishing shot of Harukiya, which is... Uh, I love the uh, like the masking tape on the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the sign above it, yeah. too. Everything is like dirty and grimy AF. Yeah. And it's, it's only going to get grimier once we see what the inside of this bar. Yeah. Speaking of Grammy, like the guy who's walking in there with the yeah, we cut to the next shot. There's huge sweater. <laughs> There's another sign for Harukiya, like on the ground, which yeah. I'm sure it's one of those signs that they take in. Yep, like every day when they close. Yeah, this is also classic Japan. Yeah, yeah. this is. Did you ever have that job where you had to like put out the flags on the sidewalk as um, you open the uh, the school or whatever? Well, I currently work at Nova the Akaiwa company and one of the schools I work at, I have to bring in the electronic sign yeah. to the second floor when we're about to close. So yes, <laughs> it's a thing. I don't, I don't think we could have that in the States because people just like wreck them. Yeah. You can't have something just <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. It would be ruined to like, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not ruined more in this version of Neo Tokyo because everything else sure is. We'll see that when we get into Harukiya. Yeah. As we walk down the stairs with this funny man. Ooh. So there's, how old do you think this car is? <laughs> it's like sitting on the street. God, it does not look like a car from uh, 2019. 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't even look like it's. It looks like it's looks older like a, than thirty-one years. <laughs> it looks like it's from the sixties, at least, or even older. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it looks like my guess is like a classic car that some guy was fool uh, enough to park there and it got ruined because there you go <laughs> yeah but the other weird thing here is the uh the fire hydrant oh i didn't notice the Did fire you hydrant. notice this now let me let me take a look it's like on the it's the like the pipe to it goes up the building <laughs> all right hold on a sec i gotta see this <laughs> as we say there's a, there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah yeah there's so much on the screen. There is so, there's so much detail in the like the uh, drawings of the cityscapes in this movie. It's incredible. It's crazy. I am just about to get there though. Give me a second. It's like a second forty-eight. Oh, you're right. Gosh, what is that? <laughs> that is weird, right? It like goes up and then it goes like at an angle in the shadow there. But yeah, you're right. It's just like we got. There's just gonna be fires like on the. You know, second, third floor, so. That, that we, you know, we, we can't have ladders on our fire trucks or something? <laughs> guess not. Like, we don't have the hoses. Well, it's like you could just turn it on in your apartment when you need to. Just <laughs> grab a wrench. Yeah, it's like uh, our hoses are only like six <laughs> feet long, so we have to, the pipe has to be nearby. Yeah, that's crazy. Did not notice that. That's awesome. <laughs> And then the, the the traffic signs are like, <laughs> yeah, oh, leaning down. Yeah, Neo Tokyo is a dump, guys. Yeah. Uh, okay, then we get yeah Mohawk Man with his uh sexy sandals, stepping out a cigarette as he walks down the stairs. And then uh, tight jeans. Tight jeans and a huge sweater. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this guy in uh, successive minutes. So did you notice on the there's uh there's clown related graffiti on the first step there? Oh yeah. Clown I don't know what the second part of it says. This is uh so I, I did want to talk to you like are we gonna talk about signage? I do wanna. And I wrote that the uh so it's clown something Joe. Yeah. That second character I cannot make out. It's it's pretty much unintelligible. Yeah, it's mangled. Yeah, but there's it's def- clown graffiti is everywhere, which uh, makes me think that the clowns also go to this bar, which is uh, interesting. Or they made a trip to just kind of tag it. Yeah, like as a warning. Because they knew the capsules hang out there. Right, the capsules are, are boys. Yeah. And then on the stairwell, it's written, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. In English. But I would like to counter with some other graffiti on the the other wall. I won't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's that? On the left uh-huh. of the stairway. You can barely make it out. Like right above the uh, the handrail going up. Oh, shit. I didn't <laughs> notice that. <laughs> awesome. Did not see that. Yeah. <laughs> Which came first? <laughs> it's a chicken or the egg situation. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of detail here. It's is crazy. The, is the fuck you a reaction to the preemptive I won't, or is I won't a reaction to fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> Mysteries for the ages. That's right. All right, so the dude's walking down the stairs, and then we're watching a pop idol on a like a holographic kind of looking TV screen. Yeah, it's weird. I, 
I yeah. just noticed that like when I was rewatching this. Because it seems like it's just a regular TV and subsequent shots. Yeah, but here it's definitely like you can see part of the TV behind the picture. So I don't know what's... Yeah, I don't know. It's an amazing product manufactured by Sani. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things in Japanese comics is fake manufacturer names that are close to real names because they're very different than the way we would do fake names in english for these type of things sanny sanny a magnet box or sorny this uh the style on this tv is very 80s yeah even the static between channels yeah <laughs> is so, very 80s this is always a fun thing about especially old visions of the future, like the things that they got right and the things that they just didn't even, you know, they didn't even think about. Like, of course, they'll be static when you change the channels forever. <laughs> of course. But it's like, how, how, how do you know? How do you know which things are going to be gone and how do you know which things are going to last? It's always interesting. But see, so yeah, so there's like a, a pop idol singing and also the whole milieu of that is very 80s. Like, Japan 80s. Yeah. And then it switches to Channel 16, which is a wrestling match. Looks like a kind of a Lucha Libre type thing. Yeah. And then the news. Well, there's also, uh, looks like a commercial, maybe for um, soda or, or some kind of drink. The really long tall. And there's like a, I mean, it looks like a, almost like a, a Nagel painting. That's how 80s it is. If Nagel painted dinosaurs. Well, I Alright, hold on. These things might have gone so fast I missed them. Let me, let me take another look. Yeah, it goes by really fast. It's worth going frame by frame for this little sequence. I yeah, I'm doing frame by frame right now. Yeah, it's uh this I think it's a commercial, it's for long. Oh shit. There's a motorcycle too. Yeah, and there's a motorcycle race on, on channel eighteen. That's it's almost like a chilling vision of things to come yeah so i wonder if this is if they predicted the uh, long long commercials why well, did <laughs> i didn't i still don't see the nagel thing though long long <laughs> on channel 17 you know what i'm talking about it's before the so the wrestling is on 16 and then channel 17 we got this woman drinking a uh i'm still going frame by frame like my computer oh there it is oh yeah long can long and there's like a it's just the word long in the in the in the bottom left yeah and next to the dinosaur dinosaur or a nessie like thing even the dinosaur has like 80s stripes (laughs) it's pretty (laughs) rad it's bitching man you can't even go frame by frame you have to like go frame by frame depending on which instant you paused it that's awesome yeah that's a lot of detail in there there's a lot going on yeah and then this yeah this ebisu racing bike like I've uh, two like two of these things I had never even noticed before, so that's that's indicative of the level of detail they put into this movie. Like it's subliminal almost these things, and wh- why it took like you know half a dozen companies together <laughs> to pay for it. Yeah, also why the yeah this is the most expensive animated movie in Japan ever at this point. Yeah, they made it for dumbasses like us. Thirty <laughs> years later. That's right. Yeah, and then we get Channel 19, this uh, news reader. Mm, anti-news. Anti-news. With the uh, shoulder pads. Yes. <laughs> Again, the 80s will last forever. 
That's the future. Uh, she's talking about... I guess we can talk more about that in the next minute because her sentence finishes in that minute. But yeah, it's a little weird because the uh, like the the English subtitles tells you something that you don't hear until the next minute just because of the, the, the structure of Japanese sentences. Well, it's because of the nature of how the nature of how Japanese and English are different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you get the the. Where the important information is placed in each language is quite different. So, but it looks like there's some uh, some a big news story. I mean, it looks like it does look like uh, it looks like today. <laughs> I know this this movie's crazy. There's so many uh, parallels to 2000. Well, 20. There's uh, protesters, yeah, behind barricades, police in riot gear, tear gas, graffiti everywhere, and that's. Uh, minute two that's minute two all right you got anything else for minute two no i think i'm all right all right i guess we'll see uh see what this news story is about uh next time on minute three of akira akira minute, minute.